Hello, friends. Welcome to another episode of Tell Us a Good Story. Today, we celebrate episode 25. We give you some details on what's going on with the podcast and also what's going on with our personal lives. Hope you enjoy this episode of Tell Us a Good Story. Happy 25th. 25 episodes. Yes. That's crazy. We've learned a few things. Yes, we have. So not 25th anniversary. No. Happy 25th podcast episode. Mm -hmm. So today, listeners, it's just us two, Kevin and Steph, having a conversation about what we've learned and sharing some, some good stories. So to give you an update, people are always asking us about updates and how the podcast is and everyone's just been so incredibly supportive. So a couple fun stats, the last two weeks, we've actually averaged 330 listeners a week. That's amazing. And I, I always think of if, if we're in a room full of 330 people, that's a lot, right? Now, granted, I know it's not to the point of selling advertisements and stuff, but still, it's really cool though to be averaging that over the last couple of weeks and praying that's going to continue to grow as businesses open up. Because as we've talked about, most people listen to podcasts when they're driving to work, they're at work, they're at the gym. So with that being gone, a because lot of, of people, COVID. because of COVID, a lot of people have not been listening to podcasts. Mm-hmm. So that is a good sign. So we're praying that continues. So a lot and, of, yes. and one of our, we found out that we've had a couple of listeners <laughs> that are not even in the United States. That's been interesting. So our good buddy, Joe Mock. Fu Manchu Man. Yes. Who was on episode three and I believe 21 said that he was in, he's in a group chat uh, on Facebook. They did a Zoom call. I think it was a week ago. And there were two individuals who are on that call internationally. One was from England. One was from... Yugoslavia? I believe it was Yugoslavia. And they got on the call and they told Joe, hey, I loved your podcast. <laughs> and he's like, what are you talking about? He said, well, you had posted it on your social media page. And so we clicked on it and we watched it and we loved it. That was great. So we apparently have two international listeners at least. I love At this that. point. So it's very, very interesting stuff to find out who's listening to it. Mm-hmm. Right? Because last week we came home and, and what... What did we find out as we were pulling oh, in the driveway? Our neighbor was doing her evening walks and she waved you down, didn't she? She did. She had her earphones in. And she showed us her phone, which was playing uh, Tell Us a Good Story, yeah. which is very cool. She was listening to our podcast as she was going for her evening walk, walking past our house when we were pulling in the driveway. And that was, pre- that was pretty cool. Her turning her phone around and it was the logo Tell Us a Good Story that she was listening to on Apple podcast. And my good friend, Beth, her daughter, Chloe, Beth overheard Chloe. So hi, Chloe. But she uh, was telling her friend to listen to us, which again, it just shows that this can relate to all spectrums of life, which is very cool. That surprised me as well to know that kids are listening to this. We've gotten emails 
we've gotten messages from people saying, hey, thank you for making this clean, which mm-hmm. would obviously be clean. But we want to provide this type of platform for people to listen to in the car, whether going on vacation or driving the kids to school. And they don't worry about kids are in the car, grandparents in the car. They're not going to be embarrassed on, on what they hear. So that's very cool that kids are actually listening and, and liking it. Mm-hmm. So people have also asked us, how can they support the podcast? A one big thing is people sharing this on social media. It's huge. That has been very, very helpful. That has helped attract new listeners. Um, the good thing is with the podcast, the response has been great and overwhelmingly positive. The challenge is growing the audience, getting it in front of people, right? Same thing with our book. Mm-hmm. The response has been incredible. The challenge is getting it in front of eyeballs, getting it in front of people to listen to. So our book is called? You Met Her Where? That's right. Just wanted to plug it there for you guys. And where can they find it, dear? They can find it on Amazon and Barnes and & Noble and on our website, kevinandsteph.com. And on kevinandsteph.com, if you order through that, if you want us to sign the book, we will gladly sign the book for you. Because who wouldn't want our signatures, right? You, yeah, you're still blown away. You don't like signing books. I don't. I feel weird. Like who? You, you like, I don't know. That's what authors do. I know. And but we are now authors. I know, but I don't know. Yes. It's just embarrassing. But if you would like us to sign that, write a message to you, go to kevinandstuff.com and we will gladly do that if, if you place the order through that. Kevin's like, hey, babe, let's offer our signatures if you order through our website. I'm like, who's going to want that? He's like, babe, <laughs> a lot of people are going to want our signatures. I'm like, but are they really? Are, are they? He's like, yes. So I don't know about that. But... It's, if you do. Yes, we will gladly we will sign that. Sign it for so you. let me read let me read a nice little review posted on barnesandnoble.com. <laughs> this is from Rachel Danella, who's in Altoona, Pennsylvania. Mm-hmm. And we had spoken at that church back in February. In Tyrone. Yes, in Tyrone, Pennsylvania. Uh, that's Pastor Keith Deal and Julie Deal's church. So she wrote this review after reading our book, which is incredibly kind, and I thought it was very funny. The title of it on Barnes and Noble is could not put it down, exclamation point. She said, the Mason story is so inspirational. This book takes you on a journey through some huge obstacles this couple has had to face in the past 15 years. Spoiler alert, electrocution and cancer, among many others. Kevin is hilarious, and Stephanie is a saint that puts up with his shenanigans. I would totally agree that I'm a saint <laughs> for putting up with so much of what you've done to me during the last 15 years of marriage. So she kind of nailed that. I don't know about you being funny, but I definitely agree with me being a saint. Well, I do have good jokes though. Do you though? Because I really think when we took that poll, a lot of people sided with me that you weren't that funny. Every female who responded to that poll from episode 20, whether you like my jokes or not, every female was team Stephanie. Because there's a reason. Every male was team Kevin. You know, I think sometimes thought men that was funny. It must have been a, very well because it was not. It funny must at have all. been a gender thing because all the men responded to Team Kevin. So thank you, men out there who are listening. So back to supporting the podcast. Yes. Sharing on social media has been very, very helpful. So thank you. Giving us a rating and review on Apple Podcast has also been very helpful. What's funny is so right now we've got forty seven 
reviews. No, 47 ratings on Apple Podcasts. Mm. Our goal is we would love to have that over 100. Ooh. Okay, so about halfway there. But on that, I believe it's 45 five-star reviews, one four-star review, one three-star review. What? Who? Whoa, 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 yes. whoa, whoa. So, What's the three-star? I didn't the, know that. Yes. I swear to you I didn't. Yes. Because you don't communicate with me. Again, here's another reason why I'm a saint. <laughs> he does not share with me. What's a three star? I don't know. There's no name attached. It was just a rating. Oh. So I knew gotcha. that wasn't going to make you happy. <laughs> but uh, Come on, people. That's good, though. Yes. So. I love honesty. It's good because it only makes us better. This isn't for everybody. It's not. Yes. But it'll only make us better. So that has been helpful. The ratings, the reviews for both the book and the podcast. And then believe it or not, we've actually had some incredibly nice people send us donations. We've not asked for donations. No. You are very adamant about how we sell this. Yes. And so a lot of podcasts who do not have the download numbers to do advertising will set up a Patreon account, right? And it's kind of a... A, a site where you can get funding for new podcasts. Okay. A lot of new podcasts do this when they're in that early stage. You, however, nope. are adamant that you do not want us to be requesting donations. Absolutely not. However, Absolutely not. there have been a few people who have sent us donations to help with the cost of running this. And we want to thank you yes. for doing that. That has been incredibly nice to help pay for the website and all the memberships we need to be able to submit this to Apple, right? With all the storage stuff. Okay. Can I, can I keep it real right now? Please. Okay. So we are doing this podcast because we feel led to do it. That doesn't mean like, cause we feel led to do it. You need to like pay us. I guess that's how I feel about it. It's kind of like this and I might rub some people the wrong way. And I apologize. It's how I feel. When you have your second, third, or fourth baby and you have a baby shower with each one, like to me, like you've had one baby shower, people blessed you, you know, or like if people want to like bless you with diapers or something, but you don't have a party, you don't have another baby shower for it. I guess that's, or, or, or here's another one. You're in your twenties or thirties and you have a birthday and you are telling everyone, (laughs) come to my birthday party and you're in your twenties or thirties. Like, it just, oh. I saw someone stuff on Facebook last week, and I showed this to you. Yeah. Who is, how old do you think they were? 30, they're in 30s, right? Probably. 31. This individual wrote a post on Facebook saying happy birthday to herself. Mm-hmm. And then at the end, put her Venmo and Cash App identification in case people would like to send her a gift for her birthday. You guys, I can't. I, I cringe. <laughs> I cringe. So when Kevin, you know, brought this up, I was like, absolutely not. We will not be those people. I can't do it. I can't. I can't. I'm very thankful for the position we are in. I am not asking for your money. That is not the reason of this. It is not the purpose. The purpose is to bless you, to make you laugh, to hear a good story. It is not to take your money. But... We are believing someday we will have the audience to be able to have ads in our podcast. And for that, I will happily take their money. And to continue to allow this to be free for listeners. Yes. And that 
like I said, I will happily take that money because it's advertisements, yes. advertisements, but, but I'm other not way, taking Joe Schmo's money. Yes. The other way Can't people can it. support is by buying a book. For sure. Yes. And that I'm very proud. I'm very proud of our podcast. I'm very proud of our book because I think if you buy our book, I know when you buy our book, you are going to be inspired and encouraged by our book. So, and then you can, again, then bless somebody by, you know, giving them the book. So I just feel like that we will definitely encourage you to purchase because I think it truly will change your life. Right. So. So listeners, the challenge we have right now is getting this in front of people, getting our book in front of eyeballs. So if you have any creative ideas for us in regards to how to grow this podcast, right, please leave us a comment send us a message on Facebook, or you can go to kevinandstep.com, click on the contact tab and send us a message, send us an email. We are all ears to any good ideas in regards to how to help us grow this podcast, grow this audience to get this in front of people. And also, if you have somebody that we should talk to, if you know people like, oh my gosh, I wish they would talk to my brother, Danny. He has so many good stories that always people laugh at like that would be great contact us give us ideas of who we should call who we should talk to or even if it's you know a celebrity or you know just anybody leave us some ideas we'd love to try to contact them we love seeing the feedback on facebook Mm -hmm. and instagram as well that's that's been very helpful very encouraging so thank you so steph we do have some news of what's going on, I guess, in our own personal life, right? We do. So what happened last week during Memorial Day weekend, honey? We sold our house. We did. We are in contract. We felt like this was the right thing to do right now in our personal lives. So here's the thing. We are living in our dream house. Don't you think? This is truly our dream house. We purchased this house Eight years ago? Correct. Eight years ago, it was a short sale home. We gutted the entire thing. There is not a wall. There's not a piece of, I don't know, anything anything that was not touched. Walls were knocked out. Walls were built. Everything in this house is brand new. And we built this house, not built, but redid this house in hopes of this being the home that our children are going to grow up in and their friends are going to want to come here. We live on almost two acres. We have a beautiful pool. We live in the woods. We have an awesome play area for wiffle ball tournaments, which my husband likes to throw. But it was just this incredible home in a great neighborhood for our family to grow up in. And during this COVID, we've realized that what's really important is family time. It's not about a house because as we, you know, started getting out and we started having to mow and, you know, pick up more leaves, we've realized we kept telling our kids just a second, let mama do this, let daddy do this. And we kept just putting our kids off instead of being with them. So we decided to sell our house and rent for a year or two and then eventually decide where we want to be. We will probably definitely... I shouldn't say definitely because you never know, but maybe downsize and just be together as a family is the most important thing right now to us. Absolutely. One question we had from our neighbor, and this was a great question was, 
How did you prepare for showings Uh. with three little ones? So let me set the stage. We put our house on the market last Thursday afternoon. By Friday, we were showing the house. We had three showings on Friday. Three showings on Friday. Mm -hmm. There was a request to actually show it Thursday evening, and we declined that. Over the course of two and a half days, we had 31 showings of our house, which was awesome. And then on day three, we actually had four offers on the table Mm -hmm. to sort through, which was amazing. What was not amazing was trying to clean this house with three little kids messing everything up behind you. And when we say three little kids, a two-year-old. And a four-year-old. Well, Elle was okay. Emmy was amazing. Tate Man, oh, the on Friday night, like, thank God for my parents. My parents, I don't know where we would be right now without my parents. I mean, we went over there Friday night and then literally came home, put the kids to bed. Saturday, we were there 12 hours. <laughs> yes. Sunday, we were there eight or nine hours. Like, they were just saints during this time. But little man... You know, we try to keep the house clean. Saturday morning, he has his breakfast, and all of a sudden, I notice goldfish in his hand, and he's squeezing them and putting them in the carpet. And Kevin had already been outside working on the yard for two hours, and I'm trying to keep these kids, you know, on the couch watching a TV show so I can, like, touch everything up. And at one point, Kevin comes in. He's like, where's the kids? And I'm like, they're in the van, strapped in their car seats, watching a movie because I need to keep them contained, right? I was upstairs trying to make Elle's bed. Tate comes in and just starts jumping all over the bed that I just made. So I tell Tate, stop jumping on the bed. (laughs) So what does he do? He crawls inside the bed that I just made. And is like trying to go to sleep, just messes everything up. So get him downstairs. Then I go outside to blow off the deck. L comes over to our nice clean windows <laughs> and starts pounding on the window to say something to me. And she's got her, you know, fingerprints on the window. And so I stop my blower. I'm like, L, get your fingers off the window. <laughs> and so she's like, What? Huh? L, get and I'm like yelling through, trying to yell through <laughs> the window at this four-year-old, get your fingers off the window. So she's like, my fingers? And then, so then she runs her fingers down the clean windows. And I'm like, get your dirty paws <laughs> off the window. <laughs> like yelling through this glass window. And I'm like this, oh my gosh, this is not working. This not is not happening. working. It's not happening. So then, yes, you lock them in the van, yep. in the garage, put on a movie so we could finalize this house prepping it for all these showings on that Saturday. So we go to your parents. The other part of that was we woke up and the air conditioning unit (gasps) was not working. Oh, so bad. So I woke up at 4.30 maybe to work out. And I'm like, why is it so warm? And I check the thermostat and it's like 75. And I'm like, oh, no. In the middle of the night. Oh, no. And I go to put my hand and it's nothing is happening. So I work out because Lord knows I've got to work out. So I work out and I just wait to tell Kevin because I'm like, this is not going to go well. And so I told him. So then our realtor, so we call our realtor and she's like, I got a guy. 
and we'll let Kevin take it over there (laughs) (laughs) after that. So just our luck. The AC unit goes out. So she's like, hey, I've got a guy. He can come on the weekends. He's been great to me. However, this guy's a little tough. Mm-hmm. I don't know what that means. Yeah. It, are we, does that mean he's going to try to fight me when he gets here? <laughs> what does that mean? This dude's tough. So I responded, what does that mean? What do you mean by tough? And she goes, oh, sorry. That was a sp- spell check. Uh-huh. I meant rough. So then I'm like, okay, what does rough mean? Just, he's just showing up and just kind of, yeah, I guess just rough looking, rough exterior. Maybe his conversation's not professional. Who, who knows? Who knows? Right? At that it moment, I don't, it doesn't care. matter. We because didn't care. by the time we left, it was 81 degrees yeah. on the thermostat. Uh huh. We've got to get this fixed. Yeah. Okay. When you are showing a house, you've got to get out of Dodge. Okay. So we go to your parents' house and I come back to meet this mm. AC repairman. Okay. I want to be as inconspicuous as possible. I need to be a ninja going into this house and trying to be invisible. How many showings did we have on that Sunday? We started off Double with maybe digits, right? eight. And then they just kept like sending us text message. Can we see the house? Can we see? So we might've ended up with 12. Okay. 13. And something. every morning when we were getting this house clean, I was constantly thinking any red flags. When I walk in this room, what does my attention go toward? When I walk into the house, what does my attention go toward? I want zero red flags mm-hmm. to check off, nope, why I don't want this house. Yeah. I want nothing popping, okay, as to, eh, I don't know about that. The first thing people are going to recognize when they step in this house is, <laughs> oh, by the way, it's 81 degrees in here. It's so hot. Like, oh, oh that's not good. so hot. So I go back to the house uh-huh. to meet this guy. He gets lost. He's 20, 25 minutes late. Okay, because somehow he gets lost. Mm -hmm. He shows up and mistake number one, he parks in the driveway. Big no-no. Big no-no. Okay, so he parks in the driveway. There is a nice BMW X5 SUV in the driveway. He parks in and I mean like, hey, bro, can you please park on the street and the cul-de-sac? He's like, oh, no, no, this is is a realtor. I I know her. It's Joni. Like, I don't know a Joni. He's like, no, no, I, I know her. It's, it, we're, this isn't going to be long anyway. We're going to be able to take off. I'm like, okay, fine. And again, he does look rough, okay? <laughs> so this guy gets out. He was driving a, a, a 1990 Ford Ranger, okay? Rusted out, beater, okay? Just an old work truck. Gets out, and he might have three teeth, stuff. He, in, in, so when our realtor says that he's rough, now I understand exactly what she's meaning. Okay. But we were so thankful that he showed up on the weekend. Like, oh, that incredibly was so thankful. nice of him. Yes. So nice. So you start working on things. There's a condenser broke and there's something else broke. There's stuff on the AC unit outside that needs to get sprayed off, hosed off. Okay. Well, I'm out there and again, I'm going in and out of the house and I'm trying to be as quiet as I can. I do not want to bother anybody. I don't want them to see me. I don't want them to know I'm the homeowner and they're going to start asking me questions like, hey, is this is this glue on the carpet here? Or <laughs> did someone throw up on this area? I'm just, just asking like, because I, I do not want to get asked questions. So I go back outside. He asked for the hose. So I get the hose coming back. He's spraying off the side of the AC unit, get the debris off the side of the unit so the unit can breathe is what he said. Got it. Okay. So I'm just like... I'm with him, kind of babysitting this guy. I want us to get out of here as soon as possible. So the individuals 
who were looking at the house are the ones who own this BMW X5 SUV. Of course they are. Of course they are. Mm-hmm. Well, our AC repair man is now blocked them in with his truck. <laughs> like, hey, such and such. Let me make, what's a Bob. I'm going to make Bob. up a name. Hey, Bob, can you move your truck, please? Because let's let the, I, I mean, says, let, let's let these nice people leave so they can go about their day. Awesome. Okay. So he's like, hey, can you keep spraying this off? Sure. I will spray this off, get the debris off the AC unit. I'm spraying this off. And all of a sudden I'm like, man, he's taking a while to kind of get back here. I stop spraying this AC unit off and I walk around the garage and I, and now this BMW X5 is now pointed in the opposite direction in our driveway. And he's got his jumper cables hooked up to this 1990 Ford Ranger. Right? <laughs> it's so bad. And I'm like, oh no. And so I look around and just scan stuff there now cars lined up in front of our house okay so there's at least three cars now in front of our house waiting for the next showing and then the cul-de-sac beside where i parked there's two more cars there okay so it's and again i'm trying to be incognito here (laughs) this is not invisible okay so this nice family has jumper cables attached to this guy's truck and I'm like, oh no. And so they must have been working on this for a few minutes. So I come over there. I'm like, hey, Bob, let's try this. Let's jump this one more time. If this doesn't work, I'm going to push this truck out of our driveway so this nice family can go about their day. Okay. So nothing, not turning over, not budging. And I'm like, okay. I'm like, okay, let's, let's shut it down. Let's, uh, let's, let's push you out. Okay. So Bob then grabs the trunk of his vehicle and just slams it because he's he is pedoed now because he can't get his truck to start and i'm like dude like stop drawing attention to ourselves like we're not even supposed to be here slams it and gets in his truck and i look at this person looking at house like dude i i'm so sorry i whisper i'm like i'm so sorry he's like hey don't worry about it he's like i just i feel bad for the guy so i'm just trying to jump his car i'm like i know i'm like let me get this out he's like here no let me push it with you i'm like okay well thank you so he and i just start pushing this we're pushing it and all of a sudden this thing starts up really fast apparently this truck was a stick shift and us getting it rolling he was able to like start it and i'm like oh okay thank you Tell these nice people, hey, thank you. I'll, I'll let you go now. No problem. So get out there. And Bob keeps the truck on. I told him, hey, I said, hey, I'm, I'm taking the debris, getting that off. He's like, okay, I need to come back the next day because the condenser I just put on is not the right size for that AC unit. So I'm going to have to go find it, come back. I'm like, okay, let's let's do this on Monday Okay, or Tuesday. Tuesday. Not Memorial Day. Not Memorial Day. Let's do this on Tuesday. He's like, okay, yeah, I'll come back Tuesday. He's like, but I'm going to need, you have cash uh, for this appointment. Like, you don't take check? Nope, I'm I'm only taking cash. And again, I should have known that, right? When she said this guy's rough, I should have known this guy's only taking cash. Oh, I wouldn't have known that. Only cash, okay? So I come in the house and I, and that's when I texted you or called you and you're like, yep, go up in my purse, up in here. It's on the third shelf to the left and i'm like oh gosh i didn't even know there's this hiding spot of cash thankfully we had 60 dollars in the house because we never gentleman. have cash we we just, never we never have never cash. Uh-uh. so thankfully you did have a little bit of cash stashed away in some random purse so get him out of here and i'm just sweating okay so again we've got cars lined up i go to our van just i just want to get out of here mm-hmm. okay 
as I'm walking, a realtor rolls their window down and is like, hey, everything okay? I'm like, yep, AC's working now. We're good. And uh, I was just embarrassed, right? Yeah. Sweating like crazy. And then Bob came on Tuesday and uh, was here, fixed the rest of it. Took him a little while. He did not turn off his truck. He was here for maybe an hour and a half. <laughs> and he left his truck running the entire hour and a half in our driveway as he continued to fix our AC. But with Bob, he did a great job. Our AC has been amazing. No issues. Bob pulled it off. So thank you, Bob. Thank you, Bob. But you then go to my parents' house. I do. And we are trying to go outside, play with the kids, and you are gone. You were gone all morning. Now you're gone. I can't find you. I'm calling you. You are not answering. <laughs> the kids are like, where is daddy? And then 10, 15 minutes later, you come out of the house and you do not look happy with me. <laughs> go. So I've now come to the conclusion, folks, that... I would rather go to the bathroom, number two, at a truck stop before I have to go to the bathroom at a family member's home or a friend's house. Do we even need to say number two? Can't you just say bathroom? I'm pretty sure they can put the pieces together on that one. Because this is why I'm finding out it happens. So I, I hate going to the bathroom at family members or a friend's house. So I go downstairs in the basement to use the half bath. Mm -hmm down in your parents' basement, okay? And again, it seems like every house we're at, there's some trick to flushing the toilet. It's always like, hey, jiggle the handle three times or hey, you gotta, you gotta push the handle down halfway for two seconds and then flush it or whatever. There's always some random trick to flushing people's toilets, right? Drives me crazy, okay? I did not think of this at your parents, okay? So, I go to the bathroom, <laughs> and then all of a sudden, the toilet will not stop running. Will not stop running. So it went down, but then the water's coming up, and I, it's just it just constantly running. So I start. I, so immediately, I'm like, "Oh no, this is not good." And I do not want this to end up being a story that we tell on our podcast <laughs> next week. <laughs> Like, this is going to be terrible if I flood my in-law's basement with this toilet. Okay? This is going to be terrible. So, I find their plunger, and I'm just plunging away, trying to get this toilet to stop running, flush, and go, you know, just stop running. Okay? Mm -hmm. So, I've, I've got this plunger for a good 10 minutes, stuff, trying to plunge, trying to fix this toilet, jiggling the handle, nothing's working. And so after 10 minutes, I'm like, and you're texting me like, like, Hey, where are you at? Everybody's, everybody's here. We're playing outside. I'm just like, I can't deal with this right now. I think I just broke your parents' toilet. So after 10 minutes, I'm like, I'm gonna have to fess up that I may have broken the toilet downstairs. It was just constantly running, 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 running. So I go upstairs to your dad and he's like, did you jiggle the handle? <laughs> like, Yes, I jiggled the handle. Well, did, did you flip it, flip it up? I'm like, no, I didn't flip it up. He's like, yeah, 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 that, that, that uh, handle, it gets kind of stuck sometimes. You got to flip it up to the top and then it, it should be fine. So I go downstairs and that's exactly what happened. I had to like flip it up to the top and then the toilet stopped running. Ta-da. Ta-da. See? After I'm sweating from thinking, I just broke this toilet. 
So, that reminds me of, Steph, what is probably the favorite story that we've told out of 25 episodes? There's a couple, but Mm -hmm. I guess what comes to mind for you? Well, I think you just led me into what I'm supposed to say. So, I'm going to say Myrtle Beach bathroom story. (laughs) Am I right? Yes, Yes. That one has been, and that was episode seven, when I was yelling at your mother to pull the van over. Because I had to go to the bathroom, mm-hmm. all right? The other one that's been pretty popular was, I don't know, it was episode one or two when we told the Kirby vacuum story with you really? buying it. Yes. I've gotten that a, a handful of times as well. Interesting. Or a, a, more than a handful of times. So, but I've got a ton of bathroom stories. A ton. I could write a book probably. Eh, maybe not a book. A, few, a chapter, a long chapter, children's length book, I don't know, on bathroom stories. On alone. yours or just anybody's? Yeah, probably mine, but I've heard some good ones too. You must be proud. I don't know if I'm proud, but bathroom stories crack me up. No pun intended, but they crack me up. Okay. So I've got a couple bathroom stories for you. Okay. All right. I don't know if you've heard these. Okay. Okay. The first one was not directly to me. So you know, I like to watch YouTube. Yes. In our bedroom, I'll turn on YouTube on the TV, and I love to watch bloopers. I love to watch live news bloopers, all right? That's one of them. So one that I ran across a few weeks ago was an anchor woman trying to read a story about a Home Depot bomb threat, okay? Oh. And she couldn't stop laughing. She could not finish her sentences because she was laughing so hard. So I was like, I wonder what exactly that was related to. So I I looked it up and it was Home Depot. I just Googled Home Depot bathroom bomb threat. And this is something stuff that would happen to me. So I read this and this is from the New York Post. So this happened last year in 2019. So this happened in actually February, about one year ago, February of 2019. The headline of this article stuff, and this is not The Onion, This is actually a New York Post. The headline is, Man warns about blowing up Home Depot with bowel movement and cops are called. Okay. Okay. So here's what happened. A customer walked into a Home Depot bathroom. As he walked in, he jokingly said, Hey, fellas, I need everyone to get out of this bathroom as quickly as you can because I'm about to blow this thing up. Oh, no. Okay, so what to you does that mean when he says, I'm about to blow this thing up? Well, I think he's going to go to the bathroom. Correct. Yeah. Okay. You and I know certain individuals who are adults Mm -hmm. who still to this day takes everything literally. Oh, we do. Yep. Literally. Yes. Apparently, there was one of those individuals in the bathroom who heard this and took those words Literally. So guess what that other customer does? He goes out to a Home Depot employee and says, we just had a customer. There's another customer in the bathroom who just made a bomb threat. I think he's going to blow this place up. Oh, no. So then Home Depot employee then calls the police and says, we've been told there's been a bomb threat from a customer in the bathroom. We need you to come immediately. So, they're close by. Immediately, the cops show up. 
And when this gentleman leaves the bathroom, (laughs) there are cops waiting for him as he exits the bathroom. (laughs) Okay, so... (laughs) So, this this is what was reported. Somebody told me there's a bomb in here and you need to leave the building. That is what this customer had said, okay? So... Here's what actually happened. They interviewed the witnesses in the bathroom. Okay. A second witness revealed that the man told the bathroom goers, you all need to get out of here because I'm fixing to blow this up. All right. Apparently, and I'm reading this from the article. Apparently, one of the individuals who heard the man's warning felt the threat was serious enough to call the police. Okay. So, officers quickly responded to the store where they located the man who explained the only danger he posed was to that bathroom stall. <laughs> <laughs> so this made headline news. This was in Wichita, Kansas last year. And I am reading this. And again, this is real life. This is not the onion thinking that could be me, right? Someone misinterpreting something I said, just jokingly, sarcastically. And then I, I would exit the bathroom and all of a sudden there's cops surrounding me, interviewing me, questioning me. What did you say? Did you make, did you make a bomb threat while you're in there? Okay. And thankfully this guy had a second witness. It was like, no, 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 no. He was joking. This was sarcastic, but that actually happened. Oh my gosh. Oh, people lighten up. How funny is that? Oh my goodness. So I have many bathroom stories. I'll share one here and then we will move on. Okay. So one of my favorite bathroom stories was from when I was a kid. I was probably six or seven years old. We were driving to Virginia to spend a few days with my aunt and uncle and and their family in in Stanton, Virginia. Well, going from Ohio to Virginia, you go through West Virginia. And we stopped at one of the rest areas there just to go to the bathroom. Okay. Well, we go in the restroom. And of course, my dad's like, you know, don't touch anything. Everything's dirty. He's roadside rest. And so we go in the bathroom and he would make me go first. Okay. We'd be in the handy, the large handicap stall. And then I would be done. I would turn my back and my dad would go to the bathroom and then we'd be done. So he wouldn't want me to leave mm-hmm. that handicapped stall. Okay. When my dad was done going to the restroom, he did not want to touch anything because that bathroom is dirty. Okay. So what he, so what he planned to do or tried to do was take his footstep and push down on the lever that flushes the toilet. Okay. So he was trying to like kick the lever to flush the toilet. My dad kicks this lever on the toilet and knocks the toilet completely off the wall. I'm not making this up. I didn't know this could happen, but he (laughs) kicks the toilet handle and ends up kicking the toilet off the wall. Well, when he does that, like the pipe breaks, okay? And so this flood of water is coming out of the wall at like me and my dad, okay? And we're just like, what did you just do? So he literally kicks the toilet off the wall. There's a guy in the next stall beside of us. His pants are down to his ankles, okay? And this bathroom is now getting flooded with water. So my dad's like, let's go, let's go, let's go. And so as we're trying to get out of this handicap stall, this dude and stall number one comes out and he's just got his like tidy whities on stuff and he's <laughs> his, his jeans are around his ankles and he's we're all three of us are like <laughs> running out 
running out of this bathroom, this rest area bathroom, okay? So we run out of this bathroom door, okay? All three of us, like, running out of this door. And my mom and sisters are outside waiting on us, and they see the three of us. And we, we open this doorstep, and it's like the floodgates. Water's just coming out of this bathroom. And the guy with us, like, he's pulling his pants up. His pants are soaked. Our shoes are soaked. And my mom's like, what in the world happened in that bathroom? And dad's like, Beth, let's get, let's get in the car. Let's just get in the car. We Like, get out of here. And because there's, like, who do you call? We didn't have cell phones back mm-hmm. then. There's nobody to call. There's nobody there on site, a maintenance guy to to fix that. And literally, we just flooded the bathroom. Like, mom, dad just kicked the toilet off the wall in this I rest area. I don't know area. how your dad... I mean, it's just like a gentle push down. You would think. You would th- like. But somehow he kicked at that handle and kicked the whole toilet off the wall. And it, I don't. And like broke off the pipe and just flooded this rest area in West Virginia. And so literally, my dad's like, "Just get, let's get the car, kids, get in the car." Beth, I'll tell. Hey, I'll tell you when we're in the car. I'll tell you the details. And so it was like, I mean, looking back, it's the funniest thing. I don't know how my dad did that, but he did. Mm-hmm. So step. Anything else you want to say before we jump off of here? No, I just want to thank you guys. Thank you for 25. We appreciate you so much and all the love and support we've received. And I can't wait for you guys to hear the upcoming episodes we have recorded already because they're pretty great. Yes. So listeners, thank you so much. Please share on social media. Rate and review. Rate and review. That'd be amazing. Until next time. Thank you, friends. Listeners, if you like what you just saw, like what you just heard, please go to iTunes, go to YouTube, and subscribe, rate, review this podcast. That's the only way we'll be able to continue to produce this. Where else can they go, Stephanie? They can go to kevinandsteph.com. That's all I know. So, is that it? You crushed it. Yes, crushed it. Thank you, listeners.